It was over. The evils of Stonewall Prep had been vanquished, and life in Riverdale picked up more or less where it left off. But at its heart, Riverdale was, and is, a wicked little town. So no one was surprised when a third round of sinister videotapes was delivered to our doorsteps. No one slept much that night as they waited for a new day to dawn. Previously on Milkshakes and Mimosas, guest star Adam Space Lawyer revealed Valeska's humiliating secret. Andrew threw the last of his shade at the Stonewall Preppies, and Jason finally realized the identity of this season's musical episode. One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue, but the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine, just fine, just, just fine. There's Jughead and Betty, and Dad's a serial killer serving some jail time, jail time, jail, jail time. We got milkshakes at Pops. And mimosas at Veronica's Yeah, the kids of Riverdale are gonna solve some crime Some crime, some, some crime Cause the kids of Riverdale are gonna still be fine Maybe damage, damn, damn, damage Sit right down, you're gonna have a real good time With Team Cheryl Who's Archie? Hello and welcome to another episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas, the only podcast that's sewn together. That's right, folks. Today we're talking about the musical episode of Riverdale. Happens every year, and this year it's Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Thinking of the angriest inch I know, Jason's here. Hello. No. <laughs> I'm just here, you know, um, making it through this quarantine, you know. Just just taking it one day at a time. My hair's growing. My nails are growing, you know? Um, you, you can know. clip right. your nails without an appointment. Uh, no, I can't. Okay, I Howard can't. Hughes. Uh, anyways, yes, I'm, Howard, um, I'm becoming Howard Hughes. Oh, we're I... also joined by the Sisyphus of podcasting, Valeska. Whoa, Hello. Whoa. Uh, that... I, I guess I like that intro. That's not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little discouraged right now, though. I mean, you're you're always pushing heavy rocks. You're doing all the heavy lifting. So that's why this is a piece of. I do work out, so yes. She does even lift, bro. Okay, well. So first off, before we get into the episode recap, I need to know a few things about my compatriots along with me. Oh God, Jason, you ever seen or listen to or dance to or live the life of Hedwig and the Hangry Inch? Hangry. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> um i um i have seen it but i saw it um like when it first came out so it's been a long time so um but i have seen it for sure and i thought it was really good actually i really enjoyed it okay okay music's good phenomenal you know. yeah acting's phenomenal yeah. you know yep yeah. i mean you just sound depressed in general but i think that's just your mood for today um uh, yeah. Valeska, i mean Valeska. i did have to watch oh. showgirls oh, Recently. I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk to you about your feelings. Oh, this excuse kind me. Of <clears throat> no, no. Anyway. Damn. Uh. <laughs> Fucking. Quarantine's okay. been tough on us all. Yeah. Yes, yes. Quarantine has been tough on us all, but no one tougher than Jughead. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Valeska, I know you have quite the history with this production. Wicked Little Town is one of my favorite show tunes of all time. So, 
I didn't hate this episode, even though I kind of went into it wanting to hate it. I, uh, I ended up singing along so much the first time around, I couldn't even take any notes. Hey, you know what? That's pretty good. And um, we'll, we'll, we'll get into this episode. Okay, so let's start. So we I start off so. with, yeah, well, I mean, maybe we'll never talk about it. But um, this episode of the podcast was opened up with the monologue that Jughead starts the episode with. And, of course, Jughead be monologuing because it's the start of a Riverdale episode. Monologuers gonna monologue. Does what? Jughead play the the um the one inch? Ha ha ha! <laughs> I get that joke. Anyways, um, yeah. So that's a uh, the the you know. Anyways. Yeah, we should talk about your history with uh, Hedwig. There is none. That's why I didn't talk about it. There mm. I don't know uh, anything about this. I don't know nothing about it. The you don't know cool. anything after watching this episode, didn't they do the? Oh, definitely. I don't know anything after watching this episode. <laughs> I mean, it's the generation binary. Like, I don't know. They're just talking. They just like one of the songs. They just talk about Elon Musk's new kid. And they just like start naming numbers. Um, oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. But you're right. <laughs> Anyways, the mysterious taper from Cache is back. And he has delivered tapes to everyone in Riverdale, it seems. Because we later get a pile of VHS tapes. Like, we, we get to go see what Charles is up to, and he has got a pile of VHS tapes that he's going through for the, the you know, for the, the crime crime people called the FBI. Um, that weirdo obviously. pervert. The weirdo pervert. Um, and we, we, we get a montage of all of these people using their VCRs and the various tube TVs of which they have. Um, now, this is to the song Wicked Little Town, correct? That's what this, uh, yes, this yes. opens it? Yeah. yeah. So, and it wasn't uh, bad. Well, Skeet was singing, too. Yeah, that was one of my notes. Skeet sings. Um, but really? Yeah. I mean, it's wow. like, it's, it's With so Alice quiet and, um, that you like. Jellybean. Yeah, Jellybean Ooh. is there. It's hot like Dog a... is not there. Justice for Hot Dog. Don't know what happened to him. We haven't seen him in like but a season. Wh- no, we haven't. But while most people were, you know, paying attention to the music and getting into the mo mood and the gravitas of the scene, I was admiring everyone's TVs and being like, what the shit is up with all the tube TVs in Riverdale? Like, this, some of these TVs look like they're from Fallout video games. They're so old. Like, Cheryl Cheryl apparently owns, like, a just a square CRT TV. And I'm like, damn, that's, that's not her. The only person who owns a high-def TV is, of course, the Lodges. Now, the Lodges still own a VCR. Don't know why. Maybe that's the easiest way to, like, I don't know, smuggle secret me- messages, and that's what Hiram uses. He, like, records all of his, like, I'm going to steal the town today, but I will do it on VCR because none of these kids have a VCR. He doesn't seem very high-tech. No. No, he doesn't. Uh, but He's a little analog. He is. He's a pretty analog boy, and uh, that includes fresh pressing his coffee. That's That was a note. He's fresh pressing his coffee. We see him making mm. coffee, and it's a fancy coffee. Um, I respect that. I respect it too. He's going to work out, or what he tells, wink, wink, he tells his family, the doctor. Yeah, I'm going to see the doctor, wink, 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 wink. Uh, turns out he's just going to lift, bro. Because, you know, Hiram's sick, but Hiram no want to let people know he's sick. So Hiram lift, and Hiram like, oh, I'm tough, I'm not sick. And then he's like, you know, he's doing a big old, like, heavy lift. And then he can't, he can't make it up to the, to the bar. And he has to ask Archie for help or else the thing will fall on him and kill him. And I was like, well, I don't care how ripped you are. The first rule of weightlifting, or so I'm told, is to have a <laughs> spotter. 
you must have a spotter or else you die, potentially. So anyways. Uh, and then we actually get into one of our first line readings of the episode because we have Jughead and Betty and we kind of get an idea of what their main plots will be for this musical episode. Now, there are going to be a lot of Riverdale theater breakdowns. So uh, we're going to do a, a fun one for each of them. And this one is going to be like... Riverdale Theater. So, I talked to all your teachers, and we figured out a way for you to catch up on all of your classes. Oof, that's not daunting at all. Uh, there's an index? Mm-hmm, and it's color-coded. Red is for American history. You missed the midterm, so you can catch up by writing an essay on either the Trail of Tears or the Salem Witch Trials. The Salem Witch Trials, definitely. Mm-hmm. Blue. English. You can choose among Steinbeck's The Pearl, Hemingway's The Old Man in the Sea, and London's The Call of the Wild for your book report. <sighs> what? You already read all three of them. No, I know. It's just writing a book report. Now I know how Sisyphus must have felt. Given how far behind I am on literally every topic, is it even worth trying to catch up at this point? Look, I know this is a lot of work, but it's only for a couple of months. Just to make sure you graduate. With me. What's more important than that? Okay, and I lied about that being a fun one, but that was a break. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Um, <laughs> any comments about that, Jason? Any comments about that? There is a lot of lines in there. A lot of lines. I will um, say that making up an in-depth color-coded being... binder is exactly what I would do. Oh, oh, a Hondo P. Hondo P, this is uh, this is big Betty as Valeska moment and energy. I, do, I just um, don't understand why, you know, of all the shit that they feel like they need to do, why Jughead has to catch up on his classes. Like, that's the least of the worries of fucking hiding in the sex bunker. He got him. into Yale from the Stonewall thinks. grades. Right. But this is what he thinks, though. Like, but this is actually, you saying that is actually the crux of the episode, uh, as that is how he feels, too. Okay. See, it's called writing. It's called writing. <laughs> well, I didn't write this particular episode, so I don't, I don't agree with it. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Jughead doesn't that's want to study, but he does want to help Charles investigate the videotapes, because that sounds a lot more fun he, to him. He does, but there's a few choice things in that line reading that I need to talk about. Okay. Um, one, he doesn't want to talk about the Trail of Tears. Fucking racist. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, really, I don't want Riverdale talking about the Trail of Tears either. Remember, honest. they tried to. They tried to talk shows. about. Uh, they, they. I think it's season one, season one or season two. They try to talk about the history of the uh, Southside Serpents, and mm. like part of the history was that like it was started by like uh, the 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 Native Americans of the town. And they try to do something with it and be like, oh, Hiram's trying to kick him out because he's bad. And then they just drop it and they, they don't care anymore. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> that's just worth noting. Um, two, Sisyphus. How is he relating to Sisyphus? I don't Sisyphus. know. What's, what's up with that? What's up with I that? I don't know. Maybe, like, you know, hiding under that bunk he had to hold up the fucking mattress every time somebody died. <laughs> <in the top. laughs> so oh, that was his no. Sisyphus. He was like physically and emotionally supporting Barchi. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was supporting Archie's ass that entire time. <laughs> well, okay. Um, Speaking of supporting Archie's ass, let's talk about Chuck and how much he loves looking at tapes. Um, I'm just going to say it right now. The the mystery stalker is obviously Charles. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying You that. think so? 100%. 100%. 100%. No one else would have that many VHS tapes. Charles does. I'm still saying that it all started when Mr. Honey showed up, so that's my suspect number one. Mm. I can't do a computer or a VCR camera. <laughs> <laughs> He's just narrating everything on those fucking tapes. That's an office door. There's a scene one. Scene one is just a door. There's nothing in the door. It's a fucking door. But you can see my little ectoplasm slime. Because I was right here on the first step. It's my family. Reunion. Oh my god. Once they kill Mr. Honey, becomes Slimer. <laughs> that explains the Ghostbusters and why. It and then sucks. they're going to have a fucking Riverdale Ghostbusters crossover. Okay, wow. Well, one of my questions this this uh, this revelation of just this pile of this crate of tapes is how many VHS tapes has Jughead watched this season? Because all the Stonewall Prep guys also had VHS tapes, did they not? Like, all of the sex the... tapes were on VHS. Yeah, all the and sex all the tapes. Were on... What? Yeah, yeah, all the sex tapes, all the confessions were all on v- VHS last like, like, like literal the last few sex episodes. tapes. That's the dumbest thing the show's ever fucking done. That's the hey, dumbest thing? That's the dumbest thing. <laughs> I I mean, like, this entire show is probably written by those people who have those, like, giant VHS collections and are like, it's so much better than <laughs> I'm literally sitting at a desk next to my VHS copy of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of course you are. I mean, of like, course. I mean, if you look to my left, you can see a whole bookcase full of tapes. I mean, I'm a fucking dork, We're such too. fucking hypocrites. Well, no, I mean, we're not sexy teens. Like, so basically, not, like, I'm the only one here who doesn't teens. write for Riverdale. <laughs> Andrew, I'm saying is like, you are a jughead. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's been revealed. You're fucking, a jughead. How fucking dare you? Uh, anyways, this actually leads into our next line reading. There's going to be a lot of them. Here's one that's not that fun of a transition. <laughs> Here you go, Principal Honey. Another list of sign-ups for the variety show. Mm. Well, I've reviewed the acts submitted so far. They mostly seem fine, with one exception. Yours. I'm sorry, but you won't be allowed to do a number from Hedrick and the Angry Inch. That show is... (laughs) It's not appropriate for students... And families. It was on Broadway. There's a movie version of... An R-rated movie version. Look, why don't you do a number from a classic musical like Oklahoma or Carousel instead of some niche downtown cabaret show that would be more appropriate for pre-Nazi Berlin? Hedwig is not a niche show. It celebrates identities genders, expressions of all kinds, and it speaks to my entire generation. We are relentlessly slammed with crisis after crisis, and we take it. And we're numb, yes, but we're also screaming on the inside. Please just listen to us. We're people, not numbers. We're Generation Z. 
I lied. That one was kind of fun. I like that little wiggly wiggly. It does introduce one of the major themes of the episode, which is homophobia. Well, I was was Mm -hmm. just going to say, Mr. Honey, he's the main theme of this episode. Do they need to give Kevin that line, though? Like, shouldn't somebody else be, like, not against Kevin. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It just seems like mr honey's clearly an asshole like everyone should be standing up to him not just kevin is kind of what i'm saying well that's well, i mean they, okay. they will be though <laughs> yeah that's yeah, okay, how this okay. that's how the plot works oh okay well i don't know i didn't watch the show well you should have i'm just kidding you shouldn't and ever never watch Oklahoma the show or carousel fuck you mr honey <laughs> hey man i'm ass. just happy the weimar republic got referenced on riverdale okay like <laughs> I'm... that's what i've been waiting for this <laughs> that's time. what i've been waiting for <laughs> <laughs> I really want the next musical to be falsettos, just to like keep going with the uh, mm, nice. queer subtext or text. Nice, nice, or text. Maybe maybe they can just do cabaret and they can literally do what Mr. Honey was talking about. See, the That's thing really about them doing Hedwig is that I think the show does pretty well with sexuality, but they don't really talk about gender all that much. Well, they do. I mean, Kevin just did, right? Well, uh, I mean, for I mean, this one episode. He says- I mean, oh, yeah, he yeah, says okay, some yeah. things. He says some things, and then goes into that line and talks about like Elon Musk's kid, where they all wear numbers. Like I don't know. Like there's, uh, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, it's a lead into the song. Yeah. Also, we're Generation Z. Like, come on. But Generation Z. We're actually well, Generation. Well, the song that they go into is geriatric. random number generation. So it kind of it, it suits it. The irony of a 45-year-old pretending to be Generation Z. (laughs) (laughs) Casey Cott is not 45. Come on. He should have been like, okay, boomer, and then like (laughs) gone into his... Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, yeah. I will say I really like the rendition of the song that they go into. It's pretty good. Yep. It's good. Um, this is when. So, did we always know it was a variety show, not a musical? I thought it was a musical, but I He's guess he's always guess, called it a variety show, but we've always called it a musical. So, I yeah. think we're the ones that are wrong in this case. Only this case. In this one and only case, are we this incorrect? Isolated incident. Isolated incident. And I was like, well, I mean, like it kind of makes sense that they stopped doing musicals, considering one starred a cult member and all of her fans and friends, and then the other one, um, you know, Mitch had died. a murder during it. Yeah, like there was literally somebody murdered during the Carrie musical. And then I guess uh, Mr. Honey probably just didn't want any more musicals because he didn't want like shirtless Chad Michael Murray to show up and start clapping. Because I believe that's how the Heather's one ended. He had a shirt on, but you know. Question though is Hedwig really for generation like is Generation Z really about Hedwig like are they no. in Hedwig so that's I don't understand that because it's more of a millennial thing right I would say well right? I mean that's Kevin like was just the- like kind of spinning it to suit his own generation okay okay all right all right fine I guess yeah his own and generation. also and also the one greatest of my- generation. <laughs> And one of my notes, uh, after it said, we are relentlessly slammed with crisis after crisis, I just wrote, like, hashtag 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty I mean, much he's not wrong. Uh, Mr. Honey does a bunch of blob moments where he's like... So, after the song, Archie goes up to the um, sign of sheet, and I'm like, my note is, is Archie actually going to go back to his musical roots, or is his talent punching? But then he ends up signing up the Archies Garage Band, so we're gonna have uh, some music yeah. from him and the gang, apparently. Oh, are you looking yeah. forward to that? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. The Archies is coming. The Archies is coming. Um, 
minus one very important member of the Archies, but actually two, two. This is a travesty uh, of representing the actual Archies, but anyways, we'll get into that. Uh, we then get a glimpse of, um, you know, Archie, like, longingly going through his belongings and remembering when he was a character and not just a pair of fists that just flew into people's <laughs> faces. Um, he does this by looking at the jalopy. Um, Jason, do you know about the jalopy? What, what do you mean, what do I know about the jalopy? It's the, the signature Riverdale car. Like, the not, not Riverdale show, but like a signature Archie car. No, I didn't know about this. Please explain this to me. Oh, it's like a so it's like an old timey. It's called a jalopy, but it's like an old timey car. Well, I've heard the um, reference, like the the word before. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to describe. Try to describe it now that you don't know it. It's like it's a very old car. It looks like it's from. The oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I have seen this before, so I just looked it up and I saw the the picture of it. Of course, I've seen the picture of it. I just didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, He's building it and, with his and, dad, right? Yeah, he was building it with his dad, and then He's building as we that all know, fucking car with his dad. His dad dead, um, so he can no longer build it. Um, oh, but, you know, the jalopy is a pretty famous Riverdale car. I think they did drive it in at the beginning of season three, I think. I think there was a scene where they, like, we briefly see them driving the jalopy, but, like, it's pretty much, like, the iconic thing. Like, if you watch any old cartoons or whatever, they're riding that jalopy. They kick yeah, Homer I... Simpson out of that jalopy uh, in their Simpsons reference, so, like, it's pretty famous. Um, there is, he's going, he's longingly touching this, uh, this case, this, you know, this guitar case, and it has, says the Fred heads on it, which I think was his dad's band that we saw in season three, sing Dream Warriors. Um, Dream Warriors. That was a great scene. That was a good scene. That was a good scene. Um, and then we cut down to, you know, Kevin, Kevin kind of moping. There's quite a few scenes of Kevin Mopin. Kevin Mopin. He Mope. chooses to do Oh What a Beautiful Morning from Oklahoma, but Fangs encourages him to go rogue. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's literally, yeah, that's exactly Very supportive. the thing. I yeah, like them together. Fangs is, yeah, I like them together too, but uh, at the same time, every time I look, I'm like, mm, remember when you guys both removed your organs last season? Like, remember that? Remember you and your cult? Look, they have yeah. a long storied history. They also did tickle porn together. It's fine. They're still doing tickle porn, presumably. Are they? Nothing, <laughs> I feel like that's another stopped. of those forgotten plot lines. You'll never stop the tickle porn. Um, yeah. So then, you know, Jughead is, you know, being all like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm totally doing schoolwork. I'm totally doing schoolwork. It's legit. What if? No, yeah, he's definitely in the not. Bunker doing schoolwork. But could we ask, like, what is the fucking, fucking, like, candle budget for that bunker? He has 207 candles down there. Look, just what buy a is, generator or like a lantern. What is the air freshener budget for that thing? Like, well, how they've been many, down there like, long enough, they can't even smell it anymore. Oh, God, I bet. I bet. There's like, you know, it's like <laughs> just a bunch of cans of Axe body spray, rotten tomatoes from fucking falling off Pops burgers, mm -hmm. uh, you know, moldy milkshakes. Moldy milkshakes. The smell like they of don't sex finish the every air. drop of those milkshakes. Oh God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So this is. There's a moment where we find out that they're all gonna be in the Archies, right? So they all like Jughead, mm -hmm. uh, Veronica, and Betty are all sitting on the couches that they do in the student lounge set that they only use once in a while when they remember that the kids go to school. Uh, so they're all sitting in that set. <laughs> And then um, Archie comes by and he's like, hey, guys, I mean, like, I don't mean to just, like, drop in and just, like, completely come up with something off the blue. But uh, 
we're going to be in the talent show. Yeah, as the Archies. Uh, to which Jughead looks at him and he's like, oh, were the me, me, me's taken? And I'm like, eh, I, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Good line. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, and of course, then, Veronica know, Jug- loves the name, though. Oh, yeah, of course, Veronica loves the name because she's like, oh, Archie. I love you so much, and you would never do anything to endanger my family or cheat on me with anyone in this room. Kisser, kisser, kisser. That's why why Valeska does not ask me to do Veronica scenes, because she knows (laughs) that that voice will come. come. You literally did a Veronica scene last episode. Oh, did I? I just got so in character, I forgot. Um, So, yeah. That was your Hermosa voice. Oh, I guess I was. I guess I was. (laughs) Uh, another great line from Jughead in this scene is, I, you know I support your kids and your rock and roll. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Jughead. Someone needs to, like, No, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, like, I loved it, but I was also like, you fucking dork. <laughs> so, Jason, mm-hmm. you are set upon doing a specific performance of a musical. Uh, let's say, you know, Spider-Woman, The Revenge of Dracula, the musical, which, you know, yes. is your favorite is your favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you want, really want to do it. And Mr. Honey's like, mm, I think those Frankenstein and your babies are not in character. <laughs> so he doesn't want you to do it. And uh, you're a loving boyfriend who once took your liver, but, you know, uh-huh. you guys don't really need livers. I think it was kidneys. I think livers are a little bit more important. But anyway. Now I can get if drunk Kevin quicker, can yeah. forgive him, you can forgive him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Him. So any, anyways, that's just a, a point. But, okay, so he comes in and he's like, go rogue, man, and live your dream. Um, so how do you go rogue and take over and really just blow the pants off of this Frankenstein laser hating motherfucker that is your principal. I kick in the door um, dressed head to toe as a Frankenstein monster and perform the number Frankensteins with laser beams. <laughs> That's exactly um, right. Casey Potts comes in in full Hedwig drag and yes! sings Tear Me Down in the music yes! room after getting on the PA system and announcing that all the motherfuckers in the school have to get down there right then to see him. And it's amazing, yeah. and Tony's on drums, and Fangs is doing bass, I think. Yes. <laughs> Fangs is just mm. not wearing a shirt. That's what Fangs, Fangs is doing. looks like, great. Like, he's doing other okay, things. Okay, you know, that's what, you know. Hey, Cheryl, no, no Cheryl blows this cutest kiss to Tony while she's drumming, and it just, like, oh, my heart grew 12 sizes. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, one of my notes is during this scene, I was like, mm, remember when Archie had sex multiple times in this place? Does anyone clean this room? <laughs> no. Kevin comes down off the stage and full-on kisses Archie on the mouth, and everyone cheers. It's amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Archie's like, I remember all the kisses I've received in this room. Some of them <laughs> were highly inappropriate and from an adult. Who later um, died. So then... Evil Mr. Honey kind of barges in and he's all like, I'm here to stop the music. I will halt your fun. And then he like, the way he does this, he's like, I'm going to pull the power off of this one specific plug. And so he like dramatically pulls out the power. So theoretically, there's no power to something in the room. I'm going to guess the speakers. I do AV for a living. I'm going to guess there were powered speakers in the room. I anyway. think that he just unplugged a laptop. Really? A completely he like. A laptop? <laughs> I'm just gonna say that he's I'm... really dumb, and he just unplugged some student's laptop. I mean, because hey, they keep that going. Was, 
they do kind of keep going, but the the mic stops, right? Like the, the sorry, mm-hmm. the it stops, and then Kevin drops the mic, and you hear feedback. And I'm like, Mm-mm, if all the, if all of the the speakers are off, you wouldn't hear feedback. Yeah, that's what anyways, I'm saying. L- anyways, let us continue to talk about this show where one uh, one time a guy fought an invisible bear. Enough with your bear. fucking audio um, nerd bullshit. <laughs> oh, we can talk about your VHS tape bullshit. Yes, yes, we can. <laughs> But it's fine, guys, because they've got a slumber party to go to after this. Woo! I love the slumber party. I we have also love slumber, the slumber party. Betty, Shoni, Veronica, and Kevin. Cheryl is there too. I said Shoni. Oh, sorry. Well, so here's here's one of my issues: is um, why isn't Fevin Fevin there? Why is Fangs not there? Why did they invite Kevin to a sleepover? Fangs had a tickle porn appointment, and he was busy making some money to take Kevin out on a nice date the following Friday. To buy him a new liver. <laughs> I'm going to get him a brand new liver. Um, anyway. I'm to him with a new liver. We do they, get a very heartfelt scene here. They sing Wig in a Box together to cheer Kevin up, mm. and it's really, really nice. And uh, we have a nice little montage which he like actually calls out in the scene he's like uh i'm not sure that like a makeover montage is gonna help and they're like no it totally will and then it totally does yep yep they're pretty much like makeover 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 mm-hmm. and they do like a full-on makeover we get to see um, kevin in a bunch of different wigs all of yep, them in a bunch of different nice. wigs actually that's and they're fun. they've raised the wig budget so it's not like the trashy like mop wigs that Veronica's so prone to yeah, it's not bad. They, they've gone from getting wigs out of the actual trash to spending a few bucks on the wigs. <laughs> Those Rest in peace, all the poor mops that died for <laughs> Riverdale's first four seasons of wigs. We love you, mops. It's fine. Yeah. Thank you, mops. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> we should make a shirt that's just, Thank you, mops, for your service. <laughs> <laughs> You should put together a fucking YouTube like clip show like it's the fucking Academy Awards with different mops like Oh my god. Season one of Riverdale. Hello and welcome to the Milkshakes and Mimosas Mop Award Show. Oh, we got Mr. Clean in the back there. You can see a shiny little head there. He's just mad because we didn't nominate any of his goddamn magic erasers. Anyway, we should make it like one of those like shows. sad puppy montages with like a Sarah McLaughlin song oh over god. top. Yes. <laughs> We just mops and dumpsters. I will remember you. Slop, 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 slop. <laughs> will you remember me? Anyway, so, you know, they're they're dancing and they're breaking and they're having a good time. It's good stuff. Now, now, okay. Valeska, am I going to ruin one of your best Riverdale names to talk about the name of a pizza place here? No, I don't think I caught it. Oh, wait. Yes, I did catch it. Um, actually, okay. it, it, it won Best Riverdale Name, so... Oh, okay. You go right ahead. Okay. No, 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 we'll get to it then. I don't want to ruin it. It's a surprise. Uh, they do have a pillow fight, um, which, of you course. know... As of course. Do. Of course, of course. I mean, they, they have a pillow fight in a seemingly different bedroom, which, but whatever. They go to all... Like, they go to everyone's different bedroom throughout the song. It's like this cool transition. They go to uh, Veronica's place. They go to Shoni's place. It's good. Yeah. So we then get a sequence where, um, you know, Cheryl sees that Kevin's down, and Cheryl's like, mm-mm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help solve this. 
because they all come up with the idea that the variety show is now going to be everyone doing Hedwig and the Angry Inch songs. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's a there's actually a good scene where, like, you know, uh, Kevin goes, I was in a cult, and, like, this was going to be all about me celebrating my identity now that I'm not in a cult, and they wouldn't let me do my Om Shinrikyo musical. Uh, so. <laughs> Release the gas. Release the gas. <laughs> you can't spell Karen without Saren. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he, anyway, so then they're all like, uh, they do the makeover thing and then Cheryl has an idea. So Cheryl's idea is to go to old Blobbyton himself. And we do have a line reading, uh, but it's after a musical segment happens. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Shoney and the Vixens confront Principal Honey at Pops because where the fuck else are they going to confront their principal? And, uh, they perform a little song called Sugar Daddy for him. Yeah, now, now, all of the reactions where they cut to Mr. Honey in this sequence, like, it looks like they just made one of those trashy 90s pedophile thrillers where, like, some guy really wants to bang a teenager, like the fan or whatever. No, I don't think that's the plot of the fan. But anyway, <laughs> some, some movie, there's some movie where that happened. The fan? Are you talking With about Robert the De Niro and fucking Alicia Silverstone? <laughs> yes, I think that's what the I was fan. thinking. <laughs> the fucking fan. Yo, you yeah. talking to me? I'm a teenage girl. You talking to me? You want, you want to kiss with me? Huh? I'll show you how we kiss down in New York. Um. Listen, listen, Wesley Snipes. I'm a young, subtle teenager. <laughs> uh, I could listen to this all day. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Jason, what kind of mm-hmm. pie do you think that Mr. Honey eats? Uh, shit, pie. Oh no, he eats blue- he eats all American blueberry pie. I fucking hate Mr. Honey. We all do. Honey, do. But I fucking hate this guy. Guess what, guys? It's time for us to slime our way over to our next edition of Riverdale Masterpiece. What? No applause? You just proved my point. Did you even listen to the lyrics you just sang? Hedwig and the Angry Inch is a highly sexualized. How queerphobic of you. If every student at Riverdale High changed their variety show act to a number from Hedwig, what would you do then? Well, Miss Topaz, I would make the following announcement. Any student who performs a song from Hedwig will be barred from senior prom. Now, as you like to say, Miss Blossom, toodles. That may have been my worst transition yet, but hey, I mean, we've still got it. <laughs> no, I loved it. I am on Valeska's side here. Like, they're clearly setting... Um, Mr. Honey up to be the villain of this season. No, right? they're clearly setting him up to be a, a person who's at, okay. A no, here's Charles what I think is, is going to happen. Charles is a goddamn saint. Okay, so at this point, we've seen all of like you know, we've seen all all the episodes have been out. I have not mm-hmm. seen the other episodes yet uh, when this released because they had to end the season early. But I think that they're setting it up where 
it'll be one of those terrible, stupid plots where we find out that Mr. Honey actually really cares about these kids and he's trying to protect them from something. Um, excuse so what's me, you're saying, a terrible, what, stupid what? plot on Riverdale? Okay, no, so but what like... You're even... saying, so what you're saying, because we know we have gone over many times the upcoming... Um, names of the shows right and one of them is killing mr honey so what you're surmising here is that they kill mr honey and he becomes professor snape essentially oh yeah no 100 percent. they're gonna uh, professor snape mr honey 100 percent. they're gonna have a flashback where he's always loved fred andrews <laughs> yes! and he was just so and he's so mad he's so mad now that luke perry has died but he like secretly is still like in love they were so. watching Hedwig and the Angry Inch together and fell in love <laughs> and fell in love Hed- with them, and that's why he's so against it now. They were, like, hugging and cuddling and watching Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <laughs> oh. I am so sad that that's definitely not going to happen, because it definitely should. <laughs> <laughs> we just made it so much better. It, yes, that is too good for this show. Yeah. Uh, now, we need to just make an all-Riverdale to- of our own. We should, we should. In fairness to Mr. Honey, um, the line reading we just did where he goes, ah, oh, that was clearly, like, real sexualized. I'm like, yeah, it was. That was a weird scene, Riverdale. Why did you do that? I mean, they I could know. have picked a different song. They could have picked a different song. Um, also, Mr. Mr. Honey okay. does not eat his blueberry pie. I just want to say that. None of the blueberry pie gets eaten. I'm just glad it wasn't cherry pie. <laughs> I once entered. They a all cherry- do warrant songs. Okay, so when I was in, what's the story yes. time, guys? When I was in, uh, like grade ten, um, very fat. Uh, I entered a cherry pie eating contest. Um, I don't. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't, was it only cherry pie? It was only cherry pie. I, for a fact, hate cherry pie. There was Why no was it only cherry? Was it sponsored contest. by like a cherry, all, cherry orchard? Cherry delicious. How dare you? It was at like a brig. It was at a fair. Like there was at oh, okay. like a trashy fair, and it was like all these people and all these like chubby kids like me were just going up yes. and just like Dude. slamming our heads in there. Parents. You've read Stand by Me, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You want to? Is that what third? happens? You, oh no 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 no. You know what? Let's talk about Stand by Me while you just casually mentioned it, and we'll talk about why that was a very mean comment that you didn't know you were gonna make. So in, in high school, around the same time, we in class watched Stand By Me. And at one point, after all the kids do their thing, and, you know, they're trying to, they're naming all the kids, and, like, you know, they're talking, they introduce all the kids. The teacher stops, and he's like, hey, so which one of these kids do you think are each one of the members of the class? Who do you think was the chunky kid? Hmm? Mm. Hmm? And they're all like, oh, it's Chunky Kids Andrew. And I'm like, fuck all of you. I can escape that train. It's fuck awful. you all. Anyway, so that is child. Like speaking as a formerly fat child, um, that's Formal? child. Abuse. Parents don't let your fat children enter pie eating contests. Like it's it's child abuse. Okay. Parents don't <laughs> let your children go up to eat I pie mean, eating contest. Unpopular opinion here, but maybe no child should be entering a pie eating contest. <laughs> that's a hot take. Yeah, that's so, a hot take. Uh, sorry, maybe uh, nobody should be eating a pie eating contest. It is, it is our right as free whatever country we're in uh, to eat and waste food. Okay, <laughs> especially cherry pie. My mistake. Anyways, uh, and then somebody edited a video of me eating the yeah, cherry you, pie. Yeah, you don't take pie eating contests away from America. People will protest. Somebody, rec- well, I'm sure they will. They'll protest over anything. You'd just be like, yeah. oh, no, we got baby People peanut, and now they get guns, guns out. Are they going to shoot me with that mashed potato gun we were talking about 
around Thanksgiving? Um, <laughs> yes, Ooh, probably. Maybe. Mash, mashy potatoes. Anyway, somebody edited a video of me eating the pie eating contest to a song and uh, shared it to everyone. Anyways, um, oh, so, full of, what? Yeah. It was Wait my family. It was my own family. What? <laughs> Have you what? disowned them? Can you... <laughs> Do you need me to call someone? <laughs> what is going on right now? We are unveiling fucking trauma. What? What? Archie what song was is, it? Uh, it was that song that's like pa pa tater pa, good old fashioned tater pa. I what the fuck this song is that? I, I don't know this I never, song. I never Did heard it. This? I've never heard it before either. But now, whenever I do, I get a flashback. <laughs> it's uh, your trauma what? song. It was supposed what? to be a celebration. I think they were proud. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> did you win? So, no. Okay. The only thing I oh, I'm okay, Jughead. You don't need to put your paws on me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my cat thinks I'm in, in pain. So yeah, I, cats yeah. always know. <laughs> Tater Pro- Pie is the name of the song, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, T- Tater Pie by Bob Willis and his Texas Playboys. The, the, the only thing I, the, <laughs> the only thing I won from that contest was a ten dollars gift certificate to Blockbuster and hey, a really that's not terrible. Bad. You got yeah, some VHS I mean, I think tapes. that's why I did it. I was like, I got, I gotta watch some more movies, so I gotta eat this pie. Excuse me. The first. Lyrics of this song are, ever since I've been so high, I've been a fool for tater pie. It makes no difference how I stuff. I never seem to get enough. Wow. So Archie's working out, and uh, (laughs) he is continuously receiving phone calls from a uh, person. uh, It's a mystery. We don't know who this person is. Uh, turns out it's Veronica. Veronica wants to chat. So finally he's like, oh, God, I'm done lifting. I'll go and, and be a boyfriend now. Okay. So then, you know, Archie um, is, like, talking to Veronica. And Veronica's like, oh, Dad, like, Dad said he was going to the doctor. I thought he was getting better. But then he, like, tripped and, like, almost died. And I was like, oh, no, no, Dad, don't. And then Archie's like, well, actually, he's been working out at my gym. And I just didn't tell you the doctor thing was a lie. And then uh, Veronica gets mad, and Veronica's like, bah, 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 bah. and justifiably, I wasn't, yeah. And then Archie goes, bah, 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 bah. and anyways, they have an argument. It's kind of boring. Obviously, Archie gets aggro and kind of becomes a little toxic, where he kind of starts throwing things. But it does lead into our next song, which features, uh, more heavily features uh, Betty and Jughead going at it. Which is uh, part of our next line reading as we go on to the Riverdale Mass PC there. Jughead, I came to surprise you with a study break. Tell me this is not what this looks like. It's not. Oh, so you're not lying to me about doing your homework while you try to, what, crack some new unsolvable mystery? I'm doing both. I went to the mat for you with Mr. Honey and all of your I teachers. I didn't ask you to do I'm that. I'm trying to make sure you graduate, Jug. I'm trying to make sure that we stay together, that we that we have a future. I'm sorry, in what future are we not together? I'm going to New Haven in a few months, Jug. That is happening. Where are you going to be? I thought I'd be your dorm husband just eating pizza while you study criminal psych. Yeah, well... I'd rather that than this dead-end Jughead. Oh, the Jughead that was brained with a rock? I'm sorry I'm different now. I guess death just changes a person. 
Okay, I mostly use that break to take a breath because I've been talking too long. Anyway. So that was a pretty um, intense line reading. It was. It was an intense line reading. Um, um, nobody should ever go to a mat with Mr. Honey is all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? You think that the mat will be damaged by my ectoplasm? I think it'll be fine. So they go into Exquisite Corpse at this point, and they kind of like cut back and forth between like Varchi and Bughead arguing, and I actually really like the way that this is set up. It's kind of shot like an alt-rock video. It is, it is. Although, like, I do kind of, again, both Jughead and Archie start, like, throwing fists and, like, getting a little aggro, and I'm like, guys, calm down. Like, I get that this is the point of the song, but, like, you're being a little toxic right now. Chill out, dude. <sighs> well, that's that. They, they, they all, like, separate, and they're like, whatever, blah, 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 and they, like, leave. Everyone's feelings are yeah. hurt. There was a scene where Betty and Jughead hiss at each other, and I was like, "Oh, look at that!" Wait, what? It. Yeah, they like at one they point, like, yeah, they're like hissing, <laughs> and then they like get into their line, like it's like, S, and then they like do their line. But, like, oh, in the song, yes, scene. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I wrote down like, "Oh, guys, this seems like a normal fight to have. This is weird for Riverdale. Like, this seems like a reasonable." reason why two characters would fight that's very weird why four yeah. characters would fight like both of the fights are yeah. pretty reasonable mm. i think yeah uh, so good let me job tell you jason what, on that writing yeah no uh, good job even i didn't, write, you didn't write it yeah of course <laughs> <you didn't>. um <clears throat> so, so in order to like they in between this scene and uh one of the worst scenes in history of everything um we do get a sequence where we find out that everybody at Riverdale has dressed up like Hedwig to like kind of like protest Mr. Honey, and they're all like, "We're all gonna do the song." So, did they have like and, Amazon next day shipping for all of the wigs? Because uh, they yeah, all have yeah, the, the, the same wig. Yeah, they put a lot of money in that evil Jeff Bezos's uh, hands. I really uh, love that they um, picked Hedwig to like have their fucking Spartacus moment. Was like, "I'm Hedwig. I'm Hedwig." Yeah, and then that someone part comes is dressed. Cool. Somebody comes dressed as an owl, and they're like, I'm head. Oh, we're different headwigs. Oh, my bad. I'm, I'm the one from Harry Potter. We get it. Go away. But then in the next uh, scene, we oh, have nice. uh, the song The Origin of Love being co-opted for uh, heteronormativity. So that's cool. That's cool. What? How? How? Okay. Okay. Let's go through this. Okay. So Archie has a whole band practice planned. But then he canceled it because the variety show got canceled. But apparently the cancellation message didn't make it to Betty. So Betty shows up in his dumbass garage and is like, Oh, I thought we should maybe practice anyway. And then they're singing. And then they're singing close to each other. And they're like, hey, let's sing. They're sharing a mic and they're flashing back to scenes where they were close and staring lovingly at each other. In season one. In season one, season two, all the seasons. Uh no, I think it's only season one and maybe season two because there's no romantic tension between them at all for the rest of the show. I guess you're right. And I wrote, boo, boo, they are kissing, boo. Yeah, they make out. So like, they they f- make out. fully make out mm-hmm. in front of the mic. And then Betty So the mic is like guilty. picking up all the tongue sounds. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. It's like, it's got to be as hard as it is to listen to this podcast um, sometimes. Um, so, yeah, it's gross. Uh, but it's fine. You know, they end the kissing. 
they want a break. Uh, they were not. Um, I don't even know that reference. So it's I from Friends. I, I mean, like, I get that it was Friends. I have no idea the context. I'm gonna guess the man is wrong. That's what I'm gonna guess. Uh, that's um, the prevailing sentiment. Yes. Okay. Okay. We Unless there are any Ross with... heads listening and want to, you know, get back to us about that, don't add us. If you... at no, Ross. no, if, if at David Schwimmer. If you call yourself a Ross head, I barely have a concept of what that is, but I think you should be locked away. <laughs> um, Ross is the fucking worst. Yeah, he no. is. He's the fucking worst. Was he? Is he like? Could I be any more homophobic? Is that that? Guy? No, that's Chandler. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, that's Chandler. Chandler. Chandler is at least good comic relief. Ross. Okay, is just no, a fuck dick. this. Fuck this. We're not talking about friends. We're talking ever. about friends now. No, I feel like Ross Chandler friends. isn't really good comic relief. He's not. Well, really he funny. shows up with a proper essay as an apology. <laughs> Ross is just awful. That's all I'm saying. Ross is the worst. So Jughead no shows up to Betty because Betty's all sad, and Jughead shows up and he's like, "I did a." essay it's got mla formatted baby he's being then, so um, sweet he he I is feel being really sweet bad. and then he apologizes and then he gives her a kiss but then i said but it's a tainted kiss her, his cried. kiss is fine her kiss is tainted mm, and she knows it and she bursts tainted. into tears when he leaves because she knows yep she yep. fucked up and then it's like mm. tainted love won't do Get away, I've got to. Archie finally faces a problem he can't punch. Yeah, so we start off that scene with Betty staring at pictures of Bughead and Barchi. And then we start off the next scene with Archie staring at pictures of Bughead and Barchi. So we have like a little parallel there. And Veronica also oh, stops God. by and she does her whole apology tour. Archie doesn't cry though. He just punches. No, he Archie, punches is, the picture. Archie is unable to cry. He's like basically the Terminator. He's like, I know now why you cry. But it is something <laughs> my acting does, prowess allows me to never do. <laughs> I will punch this wall. Um, yeah. So um, Ronnie like literally brings him like pastries, which again I guess Pops is also a pastry store. No. Pops has to make bad pastries, right? <laughs> she like, does Pops mention make... Pops makes bad everything. She does mention she wanted to get them from Magnolias. But it was there wasn't enough time for her to go to New York, so yeah. I'm like, how is she gonna get into the realm of that Paul Thomas Anderson movie? Like, I don't understand. Is it fro- is a frogs involved? Like, oh, good lord! I just <sighs> really like Magnolias. Oh, good lord! Me too. Um, so Barchi lock eyes across oh. the alley between their houses oh. while Wicked Little Town is playing and they're fantasy <sighs> dancing together in prom outfits, singing a duet, and then they each hold up their hands to the windows like they're touching each other, but they're not. Oh, oh, it looks like I have one note to describe all of this. Oh, it just says, I hate it. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Wow. I hate it so much. It's the worst. I did sing along to it, but I also did not like it. But the song is like so crying? good. The song is so good. It's a good song. It's a good yeah. song. Oh, we forgot to mention that Reggie uh, was one of the main people dressed as Hedwig in the scene where he confronted Mr. Honey. I just thought it was important. You know. Reggie's Anything always with... important. Yeah, Reggie's always important, which we're about to get into. Okay. So they get around so thought... the whole like banning thing by holding the variety show at La Bonne Nuit. Yeah, yep, they do. They could have um... done that from the beginning, but whatever. Of course, of course, because it's literally not a big deal at all. It's a fucking variety show. 
Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Honey's just sitting by himself in the school, upset. Is that... I feel like that's most I'm of his dead. life. Like, I'm he doesn't go home. Here. He just sits I'm there angrily. Gonna, I'm just gonna stare through all these records and get my slime all over these school's records and nobody will graduate <laughs> school. Nobody's gonna graduate with all Mr. Honey's slime. <laughs> Can I just say that I love your Mr. Honey character? Yes, it's phenomenal. Oh, uh, good old ectoplasm spewing Mr. Honey. This may be the best um, thing that's come out of this podcast. It is. <laughs> Hands down. You know, I've seen, I'm, I'm sure this actually probably has lost us a few listeners because uh, people seem to think that Mr. Honey is a snack and like want to pound him. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe back on you. Dawson's Creek. Yeah, well, maybe. Or like, honestly, like, I mean, like I've seen society. You can still get down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Honey in society. Oh, God. Hey, Jesus Christ. I, I just you guys are getting all goopy. You don't want to kiss me still? You still don't want to give old Mr. Honey a I'm getting rejected at the slime party. The shunting won't even accept me. No. <laughs> don't worry about the slime. Get your tongue in there. <laughs> okay. So we get the Archies playing to end end the entire, you know, end the entire variety show. What they song are they singing, Valeska? Midnight Radio. And um, during the part where they do all the shout-outs, they Mm -hmm. shout-out everyone except for Kevin, who has to shout-out himself. Nobody fucking respects Kevin Keller. Why? Um, Shouldn't this entire episode be about respecting Kevin kind of? It should be. It should be. Okay, so They finish the song singing on the roof like they're the Beatles. Okay, yeah, yeah. But we need to talk about about the Archies, Okay. The Archies, oh, okay. the Archies are one of the most influential cartoon bands of all time. That is not a joke. The That's Archies a are a big very fucking low bar. deal. Sh- no, it is a big deal. Fuck you. Sugar Sugar <laughs> um, is is like a, a hit from there from the Archies and is still heard uh, across the nation. Um, it. it um, what inspired... about Alvin and the Chipmunks? Uh, yeah, the Alvin thank you. and the Chipmunks. Excuse ain't me. Got the Christmas shit song. On the Archies. They um, Alvin the Chipmunks is my Christmas childhood, okay? Oh, well, Fuck I'm Archie. Up where some stupid fucking dumb rodent. Yo, that is a jam. <laughs> that, that is. Anyways. It slaps. Yeah, well, guess who? Sugar Sugar sucks. Okay. Oh, fuck I you. agree. Right, look, I'm trying to get a fucking. I'm trying to do a tangent here and explain and give people some history. And you're sitting here acting like a real Mr. Honey. <laughs> yeah, fair. Jason, let's That's have fair. some quiet time for like a minute. Okay. Andrew, <clears throat> proceed. Okay, so the Archies is a very influential band and it's important and it rocks. Fuck you, Jason. Um, and it indirectly actually kind of directly inspired scooby-doo so scooby the reason why scooby-doo exists is because of the archies because the archies was huge the archies was filmation and uh hannah barbera wanted to rip off the archies because it was like a really big hit thing so they were like oh there's a whole like this entire thing is it's a bunch of teens and there's a dog and they're a band so they did that and then they changed it eventually and that's what we got to scooby-doo but scooby-doo started out as an archies ripoff um, so that's one big influence that it has. But let's talk about the uh, the lineup of this entire thing, the, the Archies. So the Archies, fucking two people are not here that are vital to the Archies. I'm talking Hot Dog, the dog. You could have just had the dog there. You could have just had the dog there. The dog exists. You could have had him there. 
Don't fuck around with me like that, Riverdale. You could even have a talking dog. Does Lebon we allow Who pets? Who cares? Who it's a it's an illegal speakeasy. They can allow them. <laughs> Actually, I think it's a perfectly legal club now. But whatever, they can be club dog. Like who knows? You can let the dog there. Um, second, Reggie is a part of the Archies. Reggie has always been a part of the Archies. You can also have Kevin there. I think that's cool. I like having Kevin as part of the Archies. Although you don't really, you have him as part of the band and then don't shout him out. Mm, that screams like Riverdale's version of representation. But anyways, uh, I mean to but, be fair, in the original musical, there is like a self call out line, but I just don't think it should have had to have been Kevin. Yeah, that's fair. Like I don't know, make it hot dog. Like where hot dog comes out of stare and he's like, run me through. Like, oh God, a talking dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah yeah that's just that's just hot dog that's the thing that happens i also want to say um i take josie and the pussycats over yeah, or gorillas but, josie and the, but the jo- gorillas oh yeah. who cares about the gorillas i'm just kidding no hey 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 oh i'm the gorillas i don't, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know anything about the gorillas gem in the holograms i'll take gem in the holograms yeah Thanks. but like all of those are like progenitors from the archies even josie and the pussycats is a, like came after the archies because that's of the archies fair. that's fair Right, and that's why the Archies isn't important, even if it's not as good. Like, obviously, Gem and the Holograms is better. It's truly, truly outrageous. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Josie and the Pussycats are the best. Like, I love the Josie and the Pussycats, and they have like the best movie. But like, Archies are historically important. Anyways, um, I was just mad that Reggie wasn't on the the list. Why wasn't Reggie there? We've gotten because like, Reggie's Reg- an asshole. Well, okay, but no, Reggie is more of an asshole in the comics. It makes no sense in the original version of the Archies for Reggie to be there because all Reggie does is fucking tell on everyone and, like, get people in trouble and do bad pranks. Like, he's, he, he is way more of a character in Riverdale and should, therefore, make it onto the band. There's literally an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch where they bring all of the uh, Frankenstein monsters show up at Riverdale to just like learn and like freaking Reggie rats him out. He's a dick. He just he's a dick and they all get expelled and it's like terrible for those poor universal monsters. Um that's just a weird tangent. I, I, just hope, I hope they shoot him with their laser beams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. Um yeah. So they sing, they're eventually on the roof. There's some, you know, candles and shit. And everything's seeming fine. Principal Honey like, does show up, and Cheryl cuddles and kisses Tony in defiance, and I really like that as well. <laughs> I thought you were going to say cuddles. She angrily cuddles and kisses. <laughs> it wasn't angrily, it was and joyfully, was, and it was uh, very nice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was cute. Hey, why, why are they all just singing? I'm just here to absorb some pie. Also, I, I, I left, my, I left my pie in there. I need to absorb the pie. Why is they, he showing up there? out there. Who invited like him? How does he even know about Nobody. this place? I I don't think he's ever been invited anywhere. <laughs> That's probably why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. I just sit at home alone and cry. But you can't, <laughs> you can't tell because my tears are all so slime. Um... Anyways. I'm glad we're all quarantined because now you know how I feel all the time. Speaking of quarantine, Archie's face is sweating a lot in this episode, and I'm very worried about KJ Appa. No. Ooh, sweaty sweat. So, okay, Jason, mm-hmm. put yourself in the mind of Jughead. I cannot do that. Uh, <laughs> you do every moment of your life, my friend. 
the true Jughead of the show. Just think about your VHS tapes. <laughs> think okay, about your VHS tape. Mm-hmm. Like, just like mm-hmm. zoom in. Now, I mean, it would be better if you own Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 on VHS because that would be a more fun mm. cover to look at. But I'm sorry, yes. you just have to look at this cover. Um, Should get an A track player. Yeah. I'm yeah, just getting okay. into. Okay. Should get an A track player. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're having fun. You're playing band with your friend. You don't know that your girlfriend cheated on you with the lead of the band, but, you know, for now it's great. Mm -hmm. What crosses your mind when you look out onto the people? And there are a huge crowd of people. You notice something in some of these people's hands. What is it? (laughs) There's something in their hands? Yeah, they're holding something. Something that you might hold if you were at, say, a school play and you were trying to capture a moment forever. Cameras? Cameras. Phones? Cameras? Phones? What does that make you think of? Videotapes. The sex tape that well, I was involved in? I don't know. Well, what? the videotapes. Yes, the tapes. The mysterious okay, tapes. Okay. The stalker. Okay, yeah, the stalker. Yeah, okay, the guy yeah. who's stalking everyone and here's the tape. Hey, it's your brain. Mr. Honey. Yes, hey, your brain it. is here. And your brain is like, knock, knock. Knock, knock, stupid. Do you think one of these people... Is recording it? Is the Riverdale Creeper here right now? So there's like a pan over all these people. You now know what I'm, I'm thinking if I'm Jughead? I don't give a fuck. Well, one. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm Jughead, um, the things that I wouldn't be so focused on were the clearly digital camcorders. Because I don't think he's <laughs> recording digital and then putting them on tapes. Just a guess. <laughs> Just a guess. And the phones as well. Don't think he's recording it by his phone and then putting it on a tape. But hey. Somebody's just said they were the fucking Super 8 camera just videotaping this shit. There is a dude with a VHS cam- camcorder. Oh, he's clearly responsible. That's all you have to find. Is the <laughs> no, dude. they're like three. They're like three guys that have VHS <laughs> camcorders. I'm not joking. There are so many people with VHS camcorders. And I'm like, all right, whatevs. So you think that would be the end of the episode, right? We've had we've hope. left it off on a spooky note. Well, no. There's another tape that has to be watched. Valeska, can you describe this tape? Absolutely, I can. Okay, it's this weird video of a guy wearing a retro jughead mask being bludgeoned by someone wearing a retro Betty mask. So it's basically like the comic book characters have come to life and are committing murder. There are so many questions that come up with this as to, one, why on God's earth are there Archie, sorry, are there Jughead and Betty masks? In this universe, (laughs) yes. That's going to be my question. (laughs) I guess they're custom made. They must be, which means somebody has money. But anyway, so this is basically a snuff film. We just saw a snuff film. We just saw (laughs) a comic inspired snuff film. I'm sure next episode is just going to be the Poughkeepsie tapes, and we have to suffer through that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're just sitting and watching it like fucking Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. They're just fucking <laughs> watching their, their fucking snuff films. I love the references you pull out. No, thanks. Thanks. I think I've lost Andrew. No, no, I'm here. No, he loves I'm it too. Here. He just, he needs a moment. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, who do you think? Who do you think is doing this, Mr. Honey? I'm, I'm Mr. Honey. I'm with the I think Mr. Man. I'm I'm in on the Mr. Honey. I think he is being. You know, I don't. I, you're right. He does seem like the likely red herring. Like that's definitely true. Um, so it's probably someone else. But I'm just gonna say Mr. Honey. I want him to be the the. 
I, I just want to be. I molded these. I molded these with my slime. So I put my slime in the mold. Then look at the face of the slime gardens when I wasn't there. And then I used some paints. I took it from oh. the house department and then I stole their funding. <laughs> you make him sound way cuter than I think he actually is in the real world. <laughs> So uh, what you're saying is I should just try to sell this to like as a kid's cartoon, like little Blobby. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mr. Blobby. Honey and the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Don't give me no Ghostbusters shit in here. Uh, okay. Unless it's Paul Feig's Ghostbusters. Lady yeah. Ghostbusters. Fevs. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Oh, who do you think it is, Andrew? Oh, I think it's Donna. Like, I think it's like Donna just marked uh, Brett on camera. What's the point of this? Just to, like, fuck with Jughead because of Barchi? Is that, like, the whole thing? I think it's just a threat. Like, I think it's just a straight up, like, yo. No, you murdered somebody that's passed up the threat. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a threat to the person who didn't get murdered, but it was their face. A, how, do you, how do you convince them? So what's going to happen is we're going to put on the masks. I'm going to murder you with a rock and I'm going to send that tape the jughead sound well, good like, good no. i don't think it, i don't think it was planned you know what do you mean i mean like i don't like, think the person who got murdered was like yo murder me on camera like i think they were like kidnapped and like tied up oh okay so you think brett was um hey might not have been of... brett but you know i just want to mm-hmm. see brett again also the uh twitter of brett actor says that he is a four hire dungeon master so um if we ever earn enough money <laughs> I, I think we should hire him to do a game of dungeons and dragons One live thousand on percent we have to do we that should, i should really like just we have like, to invite like hey man what's your what's your rates uh we will do a live griffins and gargoyles where and we're we gonna all... be yes that's so good <laughs> where we all need to play the characters i would definitely do that please that would be amazing <laughs> Let's Please. find out his rate. Find out his rates, and I'm definitely willing to um, split whatever the cost. Honey, honey, honey. I know you wanted that vacation. I know. <laughs> I, look, look. I know the kids need new shoes. Okay, look. <laughs> I know they're not going anywhere anyways. What do they need shoes for? I know we need to put food on the table, but let me just tell you, I spent all of our money on a DM. <laughs> For a podcast about Riverdale. It's fun. I mean, if you think about it, that can kind of be like a vacation for her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's hear my fucking... Andrew, I'm dead serious. Let's find out. We have to, you know, send me his Twitter and I'll ask We him. have to at least I'll try. I'll send you his Twitter. I will have to at least try. Like, I just, I don't know if that's just a joke on his thing because he doesn't leave like a, but he's just like a DM for hire. So like... What else is he do. doing right now? Come on. Yeah, this is fucking amazing. Okay, anyways. It's quarantine. Uh, yeah, He's going to do it. Valeska, who do you think murder? Uh, Jonathan. Or the diplomatic yeah. immunity girl, Joan. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, could be her. <laughs> could be her. You just wanted me to do that again, didn't you? No, I did not want you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, I'm leaving the show now that you did that. Uh, fact, do you want that was some the fucking last slam book? Jason, where can we find you on the world of the internet? 
Well, before we do that, I oh wait, there's oh my god, there's so many things left. There's a slam book and river punches. Oh god. Well, all right. Well, I also want to read a audience review for Riverdale season four from Rotten Tomatoes. Oh god, there's so many. Okay. Let's do welcome, welcome to the jam. Let's get down to the slam, the slam book time. Best Riverdale name is that pizza place you mentioned earlier, Little Cicero's. Best dressed oh, is a tie between Kevin Keller and Fangs during Tear Me Down and Cheryl's red silk pajama set during Wig in a Box. Worst dressed is uh, Principal Honey throughout, obviously. Biggest relief, no more Stonewall prep bullshit, hopefully? Question mark. Biggest surprise, I did not hate this episode. Best rendition, Exquisite Corpse. Okay, and uh, let's hear a audience review. I have two things to read. Number one, um, I, I think um, I just want to read this because I feel like it's going to upset um, Valeska a little bit. Three and a half stars out of four from one day ago by Diana M. I'll say it's better than last season, and the mystery is more realistic. <laughs> but stop with the cringe lines and the musicals because no one likes them. And give secondary characters better storylines. I mean, I'll agree with that part. Mm-hmm. How about the musical part? I mean, she can eat my ass. The mystery is more realistic. <laughs> I want to um, read one of our reviews from iTunes. When? When By was this? Cheryl Blossom seventy seven. When was this? Uh, it was April. You've been holding out on us for that long. No, I didn't see it last time. Okay. Um, oh, this is the first time I'm seeing it. Oh, no. That's so a excited. New review, a new person. This is going to be a bad review. Okay, please read it. No, it, I, it is glowing. I really <gasps> doubt that, but please read it. <laughs> you need, do you need this in your life? Everyone does. Well, there well, this appears to be two milkshakes and mimosas with, um, for some reason, with two different ones. So I don't know if you know about the other one. Um, well, the other one appears to be about your <laughs> Lord Derm podcast that doesn't exist anymore. Well, um, um, yeah, no, they there may be duplicates. I don't know how to delete one. Anyways, oh, okay. continue. Well, one of them has Lord Derm podcast review on it. Anyways, go ahead. What are you doing? Hold on, I got to get it back up because I was on the wrong one. Yeah. Excuse me. I know this is great content. Well, while it we're is. waiting for that, it let's is. do our river punch ratings. Okay. For this episode. Um, yeah, this gets ten river punches because it just seemed like a normal teenage show. Like it's not bad, but just like there's just like a normal teenage show. I mean, I'm gonna pull a Hedwig reference, and I'm gonna say I give X squared minus one river punches. Nice. What did I nice. tell I like you about saying Elon Musk's kid name? You can't tell me what to do. Uh, I can't. That's true. Is... You are a free woman. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like I love the the Hedwig reference, like I. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like the rest of the stuff is not that great. I don't think it's um, based on what I heard. It's like completed the way that I think would make this like legitimately great. But I would just say like you know, five hundred river punches is what I would go with this. Fair, you know. Cheryl Blossom, seventy two, March twenty sixth, actually. So this is a couple months behind, but this is the only review I see. And it is five stars. Worth your time, effort, and ears. Very Ooh. nice, Cheryl Blossom 72. Thank you. Wait, was that it? That was it? Oh, short and sweet. 
but I said I would read anything that was put on the screen. So no, I, I'm not complaining. Yeah. That was a good review. So there you go. Thank one, you, CB72. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, thank you. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. I hope review. she's still listening. Oh. I mean, me too. I mean, do you think she just stopped in March? Like, she's I would like, hope not. you were supposed to read my review. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's true. Like, if it's like the real Cheryl Blossom, she'll be like, mm, I expect a full apology. It was the I real put the blame solely on Jason's shoulder since we didn't know about it. it. Be. But we also it actually, it's a, it's an American review, so we wouldn't have been able to see it being Canadians. Yep. Well, I mean, if you go on Chartable.com, it will show you the reviews from all countries. I'm not going to okay. do so an extra so step. It's, so I'm, yeah. Okay. You heard that, Cheryl Blossom. <laughs> Thank you for the review, but you're not worth an extra step. You are worth all the extra steps. You're worth all the extra steps, Cheryl Blossom 72. And I really hope this is like a 72-year-old woman who loves Cheryl Blossom. (laughs) Uh, Yes, my kitties just put this on. I have no options not to listen. So uh, (laughs) it keeps me company. I stand. I stand. Mm. I stand. Oh, I stand. All right, um, Jason, where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, um, bad attitude for you and on Twitter. And, um, you know, I'll write for Bloody Good Horror occasionally. Um, you know, that's, that's it. Okay, okay, good to know, good to know. Um, and uh, next week, people will learn some very interesting things about you uh, after our Showgirls episode, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. They sure will. Valeska, where can we find you on this world wide web? Uh, I'm at bitchcraftio on Twitter. Um, I publish a horror journal called Grim. It has like feminist horror analysis, pretty cool stuff. We're gonna have um, actually a, an article on Riverdale, Riverdale horror comics, in the next issue, which will be released in September and co-written by Andrew. So. Check oh, that out. I was gonna say it's co-written by Lindsay, who is a smart person. But you had to ruin the ruin the moment by mentioning me. Um, yeah. So uh, as always, you can find me screaming at the walls of any local insane asylum uh, as I practice social distancing from my sanity. Um, we have a podcast email, milkchasemimosas at gmail dot com. Uh, we have a Twitter, m podcast m. Believe me, if you follow me and you DM me there, I will literally talk to you about anything. So one person continues to just send me KJ Appa articles. I read them all. They're very nice. KJ Appa seems like he's doing well. Thank you. And as always, blame the CW. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye.